I'm Andrew Schweitzer, and you're listening to the Boxing for Free podcast. Uh, there's a lot to discuss in this podcast, a lot that, well, to be fair, a lot that's going to be discussed in the podcast was already recorded before that which you're hearing right now, but uh, I do want to talk about a fight that I saw uh, this past weekend, this past Saturday, and that was Dominic Brazil versus Izu Ogono. Holy crap, what a damn good fight this was. I uh, I had heard of Brazil. I had not heard of Ugono. Uh, I was a bit. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to say dismissive of Brazil, but when I saw him in the ring, I thought, oh, he doesn't. His body does look a little bit soft, so I don't know if he's actually ready for this or not. But apparently, he was. Despite uh, getting knocked down, uh, he got up. Which just what a great fight! Knocked uh, Ugono down three times. The last time was through the ropes. It, it was just such an awesome fight to watch. I, you know, I love boxing, but there's there's nothing compared to actually watching it live. There are lots of times where I have to uh, I have to work. I have to miss the big fight, and I catch up on Twitter or I just hear the result on a news website, and then I usually find the fight itself on YouTube the next day, watch it, but that, uh, that thrill of watching it live, it, it, it's never there, it's never present, so uh, I loved it, I loved it in um, Brazil versus Ugono. Ugono did not in any way uh, uh, shame himself, uh, none whatsoever. I felt that uh, if he had kind of stuck to the body, because I thought I felt that uh, he was really hurting um, Brazil when he, when he went to the body. I felt that he was really doing his best work on on Brazil and that he could really hurt him later on. But uh, Brazil and both of these guys looked uh, incredibly worn out by the end of the fight. It, it looked like they were just on their reserves. And all, all credit to both of them. Uh, I really hope that we can see these two fight again. I mean, obviously, uh, Brazil's going to want to move on to some bigger and better things. He's only got one loss on his record, and that was to Anthony Joshua. That was uh, his fight previous to this. So, I, honest to God, I did think that uh, he was losing the fight initially, but uh, he came back in a big way. Great fight, great heavyweight fight, uh, and we definitely need that sort of excitement in the heavyweight division with the way it's going nowadays. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, that was the only fight I was able to watch live because then I uh, got a phone call, and it's like, okay, I've got to go into work now. Damn. But uh, there are worse things in life. Moving on, David Hay versus Tony Bellew. Uh, that they fight this weekend, this Saturday at the O2 Arena. Uh, I don't know. Part of me wants to care about this fight, but on the other hand, it's weird. It it, it really is because I think David Hay is just. I don't think he really cares. I think he's getting a bit frustrated with Bellew. Uh, he kind of went berserk at a press conference called uh, 
called the fans retarded, uh, said that uh, he was going to knock Bellew's head off, which is kind of what you'd expect, but I don't, the, the part about calling people retards, that's, that's the thing that's kind of like, hmm, I, I don't really think that belongs in boxing, but uh, either way, I, I think it's a good fight. If, uh, if Hay wins, I would like him to actually do something and capitalize in some way instead of just constantly talking about a big fight that's going to happen. I mean, didn't he honestly talk about fighting Shannon Briggs? Shannon Briggs is a guy who will fight anybody just because he's crazy enough to fight anybody. I'm not saying that, like, Shannon Briggs is the best. He'll fight anybody. He, he He just wants money. That's all he wants. But, um... I don't know, with David Hay, it kind of seems like he expects himself to be a bigger deal than what he actually is, and uh, the fact that Tony Bellew called him out the way he did after knocking out BJ Flores, um, hopefully it's an entertaining fight. I don't have a prediction or so much of a care as to who wins, I just want a good fight. That's all we can really ask for. Moving on. Now, um... This was something that was just recorded a couple days ago. This is sort of what's going to be ending the podcast, believe it or not. But it is a uh, joint podcast between me and Justin Salvato, who is the creator of Boxing for Free. This was something that we wanted to do. We, we I think we only do like big discussions about uh, big upcoming fights. We tried this before. It didn't work. I, I finally got the recording software uh, working properly, so... We don't talk for, uh, you know, 45 minutes or so and end up recording nothing. So uh, here you go. Uh, I got to say, I thought we would uh, both be kind of in disagreement. Well, even though we both pick, even though we both have different uh, uh, (laughs) disagreements. Oh, my gosh, I'm losing track of what I'm trying to say. Even though we are both picking uh, different fighters to win, uh, I... I was expecting this to be a lot more back-and-forth debatey, but no, uh, thankfully Justin goes along with everything I say, and uh, I even actually get him a bit nervous with my prediction because it, it just it makes so much sense. And uh, if you listen, you'll hear our predictions, and chances are you'll say to yourself, yeah, Andrew does make a lot of sense. Here it is. Uh, just a final note before we begin, though. There are a few technical glitches. My computer, for some reason, picked up audio from a little advertisement that was playing on BoxRec at the time. So if you hear something about uh, cold and flu medicine, uh, that's not us. That's BoxRec. So our apologies. Here's the recording. Okay, so now we're going to be doing something that uh, I haven't done in quite a while, and uh, hopefully it actually works this time. But then again, if you're listening to this, that means it has. And that is, uh, I've got a guest on for sort of a joint podcast, if you will. We're going to be talking about the uh, Danny Garcia versus Keith Thurman welterweight unification fight this Saturday on CBS and I've got with me none other than Justin Salvato, the owner and operator of Boxing for Free. Justin, how are you? Good. Hi, everybody. Okay, now, Danny Garcia versus Keith Thurman. You've got the Swift one versus One Time. They are uh, entering their 10th uh, years as a pro. Both are undefeated. Both are, uh, you know, two of the best welterweights in the world. Whoever wins this is going to obviously become the face of the welterweight division, definitely become one of the top pound-for-pound boxers in the world. So the main question is, how come people 
are not talking about this fight more. And when I say people, I mean, how come people who don't normally follow boxing know about this? I don't know. I, I think put out more press coverage of it. They should have put out something. You know, I, I just think this might have fallen on them because you don't hear much uh, from them about this event. I agree. Um, I, I was a bit shocked. You think back, uh, you know, 35, 36 years ago. I, I know that sounds like quite a long time, but at the same time, in the, in the early 1980s, 1981, people who didn't watch boxing knew who Sugar Ray Leonard was, oh, they also knew who throat. Thomas Hearn was, and uh, they knew that they were going to fight and that it was going to be one of the biggest matches of all time, and yet here we have sort of the same situation. We've got two American welterweights, both undefeated, both, you know, not even 30, like I said, they're 28 years old, and yet nobody is talking about tight. I mean, I would, if, if it were up to me, I would have Garcia or Thurman appearing on Jimmy Fallon, like appearing on some form of talk show to, to give this fight some hype. You know, also, both of these guys are known as power punchers, you know, knocking guys out. And that that sells, that, that appeals to the average boxing fan. And again, this fight should have sold, uh, um, should have gotten a lot of attention, should have got people excited, should have got not just a boxing fan excited, but again, like you said, the average person, you know, like the folks who would say, oh, you know, Sugar Ray fighting, I want to see it. You know, these, these two guys are almost at that level, and they're exciting fighters for the most part. That's right. I mean, um, it, it's kind of puzzling because PBC was all about bringing boxing back into the mainstream. And if anything, it just seems just as on the fringe as it was before. No, exactly. This is uh, Keith Thurman. His fight to be available to everyone, not just those who can afford pay-per-view. And here we are, you know, with CBS, you know, he he doing his part. He, he told them. Don't make my fight pay-per-view. Make it available for everybody. And they they did not, you know, whether it was CBS or PBC, they did not take advantage of this. As a, as a fight fan, I'm, I'm very disappointed because I want people to see the guy fight. They're, they're very, you know, there's it, talent here. It, two undefeated talents fighting each other. That doesn't happen too often. Especially between two uh, undefeated American fighters. I'm trying right. to think about the last time that that happened, and uh, the only fights that are coming to mind off the top of my head are, uh, oh my god, Timothy Bradley versus Devin Alexander, Kelly Pavlik versus Jermaine Taylor, and uh, the only other one I can think of off the top of my head, going all the way back to 2001, is Floyd Mayweather versus Diego Corrales. Right. So, and you, you, <laughs> way you, back. Yeah, way back, exactly. So <laughs> it's like, so wait a minute. Like, you've got freaking what's his face, Stephen Colbert. I, I I think his show is based in New York. So why not put them on, put one of them on Colbert, and like just have Colbert kind of poke fun at how coked out Danny Garcia's father is nine times out of ten. <laughs> no, uh, his perfect father from um, Colbert. That would have been. Must watch, must see TV. I don't know. I, I just think, oh wow, you're you're kind of dropping the ball. And also, uh, let me just check right now. Um, 
just gonna check out the Time Sports uh, YouTube page and uh, let's just see. There wasn't anything uh, there last time I checked, but I, I like Pleasant Surprises, and uh, we're gonna find out if they've got anything because I you think that uh, there would be something. Oh, okay, there is something up. Oh, they uploaded it seven hours ago. How lovely of them! With with less than with less than five days to go before this fight, of course they they, they decide. Okay, now we gotta start putting stuff up to hype this fight. Seven hours ago, they uploaded All Access Daily, Thurman vs. Garcia, Part 1, a four-part digital series. This is a video that is about seven minutes long. So, good job, BBC, CBS, right, Showtime, minimum, whatever. At minimum, the promotion uh, should have, you know, went back a month. Like, the, the, the hardcore promoting... Of this fight, who went back a month? You know, people got to make plans. You know, Saturday night, people are doing stuff. So if you just tell me now, five days from the fight, I, I might miss it because I got something to do. But if you tell me a month ago about a fight this big, I'll be able to make plans to watch the fight. Well, the funny thing is, is that like early, like uh, like today is the first of March, but um, when when the year started, we still had no idea where this fight was going to be taking place. Yeah, good point. <laughs> I, I, it, it was. I was actually worried at one point, thinking, "Okay, they've got the date selected, but there's still no venue." So it, it, it's very concerning, and you just gotta wonder what the hell's going on. But regardless, they've got it now. So, um, Danny Garcia. Uh, Let's, let's take a look at his record. 33 wins, no losses, 19 wins coming by uh, way of knockout. Got a KO up percentage of 58% versus Keith one-time Thurman, 27-0 and 0 with 22 knockouts, a ratio of 79% on knockouts. Uh, my big question is who are you picking and why? Who are you leaning towards, if anyone? Um. Well, to me, that the difficult uh, difficulty I'm having that they're similar and that they're counterpunchers. At least I think, you know, I, I feel that both counterpunchers. Uh, I lean towards Keith Thurman because <clears throat> he's a busy counterpuncher. He 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 doesn't just wait. Like I find Danny Garcia just waits a lot of times. You know, Keith Thurman will try to press it when he has to in between just waiting around to counter. Not only that, he does have, like you said, a slight power advantage. He's been at this welterweight, um, I believe, a little longer than Danny Garcia. Uh, I mean, the way I see it, uh, Keith Thurman wins this, but not by knockout. Um, Danny has, you know, Garcia does have a solid chin. I, I, I think Keith has beaten, um, Keith beating Danny. Uh, by decision, you know, rough him up a bit. Uh, the, the only shot I think Garcia may have is with one of those uh, wicked left hooks, um, possibly to the body. I mean, that's why I think he's getting hurt, is to the body. Uh, he, he, his credit, he fights through it whenever he does, uh, but that's where he gets hurt. And oddly enough, that's uh, what I was going to bring up because everybody keeps talking about, okay, but what about, you know, body shots? And see, 
oddly enough, I think the last time we did a joint podcast, as far as I can remember, or at least the last time both of us uh, talked about a fight um, of this magnitude was the uh, Canelo uh, Mayweather fight, and Garcia was fighting on the undercard against Lucas Matisse. We both picked Matisse to win by knockout, and Garcia won a decision. And that's the thing that um, that I keep remembering about Danny Garcia is that despite how badly we want him to lose, he always <laughs> finds a way to win, even if a even if a majority of people don't say he won. I mean, look at fights against Mauricio Herrera. Look about his fight with Lamont Peterson. A lot of people don't right. think he won those fights. So I well, he lost both of those fights actually. Well, well, yeah, that, that, well, that's what I'm getting to. Even when he doesn't, you know, win, he still he still gets the decision. So that kind of begs the question, I mean, can uh, Thurman win, like, can he win a decision against Garcia? Because this is taking place in New York, a lot of Puerto Ricans in New York. I mean, Garcia is from Philly, but... Uh... All right, well, now you got me worried, because uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't taking that into account. Um Again, I think Thurman is uh, a busier fighter, but uh, you're right. When it goes to the decision, it does um, usually favor uh, Garcia. And uh, another thing I wanted to bring up, you always you were talking about uh, Garcia being the busier fighter. I, or sorry, no, uh, Thurman. Thurman, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. You were talking about Thurman being the busier fighter. And I do notice that uh, sometimes Danny is a bit patient, but that patience pays off, because remember, uh, when he was fighting Amir Khan, until he scored that first knockdown, Amir Khan was winning that fight, and he was in control, and, like, uh, Khan, unfortunately, got, um, a bit too overexcited, a bit too ambitious, and let himself get open for that left hook, and that was the beginning of the end for him. No, so this I is think true. that if if, um, if uh, Garcia can afford to be patient enough with a fighter like uh, Keith Thurman, can he like be patient enough and then just open up with a combination to the body that Keith isn't expecting? Like that can sort of start the beginning of the end for him. Because I'll be honest, I am rooting for Keith. I don't care if people are like, oh, you're you you really shouldn't root for a fighter, but I don't <laughs> give a sh I don't give a damn. I'm rooting for Keith about that. I'm not ruling out Danny Garcia. The uh, the Matisse fight taught me, okay, you know what? I mean, I don't have to like this guy. I don't have to like his dickhead of a father, or dickhole, I'm sorry. His father's a dickhole because piss always comes out of his mouth. But um, I, uh, I, I can't count him out. And, like, even when I watch fights like uh, the Herrera fight or the Lamont, Lamont Peterson fight, it's kind of like, oh my god, like, he still finds a way. Why? Like, mm. Right, Keith Thurman, I think, had a better boxing skill. He had better head movement, but he does get hit to that body, and when he does, he gets rocked. Like, like I said before, he does find a way to fight through it. Now, where he may have the shot to end it early is the fact that Danny likes to drop his hand when he's on the inside. Thurman tends to keep his hands up. So during those exchanges, you know, Danny does have that wicked left hook, but Garcia could find that sweet punch that, that drops the guy. Again, Garcia does not like to keep his hands up when he's on the inside. That's true. That's very true. I mean, it, the more I think and talk about this fight, the more 
I'm excited about it. But um, looking at both their records here, um, I think that uh, Thurman has been fighting the better opposition. I mean, they've, they both have a, a similar opponent in Robert Guerrero. Uh, Thurman mm-hmm. knocked him down, I think, twice in that fight. That was on the first episode of uh, premier boxing championships. But the thing that uh, does worry me about Thurman is his, uh, is inactivity since the fight with Sean Porter. And this again comes back to PBC and the whole management of these fighters. I'm sorry. Him and Sean Porter fought one of the best fights of the year on June. 25th. Oh, no, that was year. a wonderful fight. That was a wonderful fight. I loved watching that. I was puzzled as hell. Why? So many people were booing after that fight. I thought, you know what? No matter who wins, I would cheer. I would honestly God cheer. But And I thought, why are we waiting so long to see these guys fight again? Why are we waiting nine months? Why, like, Sean Porter, I'm clicking his box right now. He has nothing lined up. I'm worried it's going to be at least, you know, it'll be a year from the Thurman fight before he, like, we see him in the ring again. And that's terrible. You can't build stars this way. No, and, I agree. And and the thing is, uh, Sean Porter should be a star. He beat Adrian Broner, but like you, you it's all it's almost kind of a, a blip on the radar. It's like, oh yeah, he beat Adrian Broner, but huh, I mean, eh. like that should be something big. And like he got up off the canvas in the final round to beat Adrian Broner. So I, I just don't get it. No, and Sean has shown that he can be a very exciting fighter. I, oh having that, I guess in your, your face and he's just throwing combinations on top, he, he's, he's a pressure you know, fighter, too. I, 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 yeah, I was actually surprised watching the Thurman fight, like the pressure that he was putting on Keith. I scored that fight a draw, but I said afterwards, I think they uh, – I think they should. Uh, they, he, he shouldn't be called Showtime Sean Porter. He, sh- he should be called uh, Swarming Sean Porter because he's just constantly up in your face and like he doesn't give you a chance to breathe. It, like yeah, it, it, it reminiscent like, of like Henry Armstrong. Yeah, it, it seemed at times like when Garcia or uh, Thurman was moving back that Sean was like running after him, sprinting, and I love that. I love <laughs> that. It's like don't give him a chance to breathe. Make this exciting, and he did. I love that fight, but. We're kind of getting off track again. Um, so, basically, you are picking Keith Thurman to win by knockout. Is that correct? No, uh, by decision. But by de- by decision. Yeah, but uh, you got me worried now. So I, I do. I do have you worried. <laughs> well, I, I, that's what you get when you ask for expert analysis. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, like I said, um, I will be rooting for Keith. But if I was uh, ballsy enough to uh put up money for this i'd be like okay danny garcia all the way right and uh, unfortunately that's the way my prediction is going i predict that danny garcia will win a close and perhaps controversial controversial majority decision that, that that's just the way nah, i wouldn't be surprised yeah. okay now i do have a question suppose keith thurman wins either way like by knockout or by decision does he then receive another beating from Angel Garcia? I decided to end the recording there because I think the best way to find out if Angel Garcia beats the crap out of Danny if he loses is to watch the fight itself. This Saturday on CBS Showtime, 
Angel, or, I almost said Angel Garcia. Oh my god. Well, I, I think Angel Garcia kind of views Danny as an avatar of himself, but no. Danny Garcia versus Keith one-time Thurman for the WBC WBA Unified Welterweight Championship of the World. This is a fight that obviously should have a lot more attention than it does, as we've said, but regardless, watch it. I hope it's a great fight. And I will be live tweeting throughout the night uh, as the broadcast goes on. So go to twitter.com slash boxing for free and you will be able to catch all my tweets about the fight, the undercard, etc., etc. Should be a great night and maybe there will be a write-up about the fight uh, the day after. We're going to have to see how things go. Anyway, that's all we have for you this week. We hope you enjoyed the latest edition of the Boxing for Free podcast. You can find us online at www.boxingforfree.com. That's boxing, the number four, free.com. Twitter.com slash boxingforfree. Be like Arislandi Lara, Robert Guerrero, Berman Stavern, Millerad Zizek, Adonis Stevenson, Glenn Johnson. Wow, that's a lot of famous boxers and hundreds of others. And follow us on Twitter. Go to youtube.com slash boxingforfree and like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash boxing for free page you can subscribe on itunes podbean and several other podcast directories if you use itunes give us a review and let everyone know that the boxing for free podcast is your source for boxing news and commentary i'm andrew schweitzer thank you for listening and we hope you tune in next time